Hello. Hello. Hi everybody, Friendly Rich here, your loyal host, and welcome back to Industry Tactics. Today on the podcast, the third and final installment of our partnership with the Markham Jazz Festival, which comes up this weekend, August 20th to the 22nd. Lots of live stream fun, so go check that out at MarkhamJazzFestival.com. Today is my chat with the wonderful saxophonist, composer, and band leader, Allison Ow. Welcome to Industry Tactics, Allison. Thanks for having me, Rich. Should I, wait, should I call you Rich or Richard? What do you prefer? It, it's whatever it says on the on the Zoom ID. It says Rich. Go for Rich. Let's go All for right. Rich. I'll respond Rich. to anything. I'll, I'll respond to Ricardo. <laughs> my uh, my my given name, Ricardo. Real? Are you um, are you kidding? Are you serious? I, no, no, no. I'm I'm Ricardo. I'm Ricardo. In fact, the oh. U of T. I got two degrees behind me. One. Yeah. I see them. Two. Yeah. Those are Richard. And then the third one, the last one, they were like, no, you got to go by what's on your license. So they made me walk across town, wow. get a new card. You know, it was a, it was a big, uh, it was like a, a episode of, uh, I don't know, it was very Franz Kafka, but I had to change <laughs> the name to Ricardo. Had to make it Ricardo for oh, the last cool. one. So That's amazing. I love Ricardo. That's great. I kind of like Ricardo too. Yeah, at times in my life, I've uh, I've I've adopted it. You know, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't feel Ricardo anyway. Whatever. Oh, uh, okay, fair enough. You know, like I because like it's yeah. like it's it's weird, right? Like you're given that name at birth, but then like everyone just calls you Rich or Richard. So yeah, it doesn't feel. Uh, I always feel kind of like an imposter when I'm using that name. You know. Yeah. Yeah, that's so. Yeah, names are so interesting, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's like your identity, even though it's so seemingly trivial. Uh, yeah, it it does. It's never really felt like. Um, I don't know. Could you like, if you had another name, would would it matter? Like, I, if I was Bruce, I'd rock Bruce. You know, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't place a lot of importance on it. What about yourself? Yeah, that's true. That's an interesting question. I mean, I think I think it would change things now because I'm so yeah. associated to my name and the sound of it. Exactly. Um, you have now you have an awesome name. The two of them back to back too is just like it, oh, well, indus- that's industry nice. industry tactics, the alliteration, yeah. the whole thing, the whole thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, your name is your say- name is musical. Like your name is is I hear music when I hear your name. You know. Oh, that's so nice. Well, thanks. I I would take that as a compliment. I I have always felt self conscious about my last name, okay. um, and it not sounding Anglo enough in right. in the industry right. that I find myself in. 
Um, okay. Okay. And it's often being a point of, um, yeah, just, you know, presenters and, and, um, performances we've done in the past. Right. I know a lot right. of people feel hesitant yep. and yeah. Yeah. I mean, increasingly people always double check and ask, which is awesome, but, yep. um, yeah, to yeah, the point always, where I've I've seen you put it phonetically on your on your bio, right? Yeah, like uh, I, I guess that does tell me that it's like oh, one time too many. <laughs> yeah, you, you, or just to like get it out of the way, you know? Yeah, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I I felt often self conscious about my last name um mm. over the years, and now I think I'm I'm owning it a bit more. But yep. yeah, just good, just good. Be, being feel, feeling awkward, like it's not an easy to pronounce or not intuitive, you know, as, as some other names are. Um, Fascinating too, eh? Like, like the, the, we, we equate like, um, easy to pronounce as like, like if we are not, not that we are actually talking about industry tactics today, that's just the name of the podcast. But (laughs) like, if we are talking about like, oh, you know, like just you, you were you were just saying it's like it's not Anglo enough. It's like well, yeah, mm. like and 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 fuck that, right? I don't know. I know. Like I just like yeah. Like do we do we have to be so in tune with with? But I I hear you in a way. Like I guess yeah. that that is there, and it's just like, ow. Yeah. It's if it, 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 yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. Yeah. To me. Definitely. And maybe not Anglo is the, the best word, but maybe I think not Anglo, like, but I hear you. I hear you. The jazz community. Maybe it's like American. It doesn't sound American or North American. And like, I've, wow. I felt, yeah, I just felt like, oh, I don't fit into that name category of yep. the, yeah, yeah, the standard of the genre I play in. Yeah. Uh, and do you, do you want to, do you want to fit into to, to, to that? Ooh, now that's a good question. Um, no, I don't think so. I don't think so because um, I was hoping that'd be the answer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, I think it's taken me time to mature into that headspace, mm-hmm. and certainly the pandemic has made me reflect on a lot of things about my pathway in the arts. You know, over okay. the last year. Yeah. Um, but no, I think I'm like increasingly embracing um, identity and what I am in the space that I occupy creatively too. So yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's been an interesting year to say the least. Oh, for a lot of reasons. you know, well, we're gonna tr- I'm gonna try to connect the dots on a few on a few th- uh, topics that have come yeah. up lately, and I think one of them was um, I was speaking with Sarah Kim Turnbull over at yeah. the Markham Jazz Festival, who are co-presenting this this interview. And what what struck me was Sarah Kim said some, asked you if I might paraphrase her or her uh, conversation with you, mm-hmm. which was like. Hey, do you want to do this thing? And you were like, I haven't seen my band in like a year. And that just mm-hmm. like it it remind kind of it, it it resonated obviously with me as well. And and this yeah. idea of like not yet yeah, just being in this uh holding pattern, trying to stay creative, trying to stay fit. I've no I mean, I, I know you yeah, I mean, as we're coming out of this now, you've yeah. you've definitely been um reconnecting like building back that muscle not that it was ever gone but yeah just i want to unpack what the last year has been like for you yeah yeah you know and um and coming out of it who the artist you want to be like i really want to explore that like Mm. like has it changed or has it has it um affected you in a way that's like have you had you have you answered have you tried to answer that question who do you want to be as an artist coming out of this? Yeah. 
Um, I don't know if I've answered it, but I think I've had a lot of time to reevaluate things. So yeah. Um, yeah. if I have a concrete answer, I, I don't know if, if that's the case quite yet. But um, yeah, it's certainly been an emotional roller coaster. I realize I'm an individual who works really well with deadlines and timelines and s- mm-hmm. structures with like work-related type goals. Mm-hmm. Um and in the absence of that over the course of the past year, it's really made me question how I work and what my workflow is oh. and whether the drive is there without having a very specific timeline to complete a task. Um, and it's interesting because I was reading um, a short biography. Uh, it's kind of like anecdotal writings about uh, different jazz musicians. And one was on Duke Ellington. And he there was a quote of him saying in, in that um article like he really depended on deadlines oh interesting and he kind of acknowledged that if he didn't have a deadline he wouldn't do anything yeah isn't that the truth yeah so yeah. When all the all, when all the deadlines went away you you picked up on that eh? you were like oh, oh this yeah. has kind of left me untethered yeah i realize that's a huge driving force for me anyway okay. uh personally of how i am able to get certain certain aspects of my work done other things okay. of course are ongoing like so many musicians i think um but yeah, really specific goals. I really work well with a very specific timeline. Um, so anyway, just like self-reflection, reevaluating creative projects, even like compositionally things that I want to work towards. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I've really tried to reflect on that and try to uh, crystallize concepts a bit more rather yeah. than redirect. I think I'm trying to like hone specific things a bit more. Love it. Love it. Um, yeah. the, the, this idea of timelines and the way that you plan, can you talk a little bit about that in your process? Like what it's been in with past pro with prior projects and how you want to maybe develop that or, or maybe like if they're not like these, these shorter timelines, are there any longer timelines that you're, that you're considering? For your work. Yeah. Um, I think for me, I kind of, I have a bit of a divide between my playing or performing identity and my yep. identity as composer. Okay. Great. Um, so, so for me, the timelines really structure into the compositional aspect of what I do. And mm-hmm. um, to be very concrete, if I had a, a very specific gig to write or write new music for, I would probably make an effort to get X number of pieces completed for that for that time frame yeah um yeah and that's kind of the practice for me that's like very goal oriented because i have something very specific to write for right um before the pandemic hit my band did a i did a commission for um the royal conservatory and we did a piece uh that premiered at kerner hall but it was a very specific timeline i knew you know all the parameters i was working within okay okay um and that was something that was like, it was uh, labor intensive, but it was very easy conceptually for me to do because I knew what was coming up in that sense. Yeah. yeah. And then the things that are less structured for me are more personal practice, very saxophone related things. Um, yeah. yeah. So maybe it's vocabulary I'm trying to integrate or sound concepts. And that I feel like mentally, I know that's ongoing. I don't expect myself to be able to execute certain aspects immediately i know that's going to be kind of like a a work in progress yeah wow we're getting right into it we don't even know where you were born 
<laughs> do, do, do we? <laughs> I mean, fuck. We don't. We don't need to start from the beginning. It's jazz. If we've learned anything from the Markham Jazz Festival, it doesn't start at the beginning. So, um, I love this. I love where you're at with this. I love the. Um, I was going to ask you, like, are you, you when you mentioned Royal Conservatory? What does that um, institution mean to you? Anything? Like, were you raised in that? Did you? Do you have any? Uh, did you do any time with Royal Conservatory as a young musician? I did. I, I did. Okay. I went through the the exam process. I, I took lessons with a teacher who was affiliated, but I didn't go to the institution for lessons. Okay, okay. got it, got it. Um, yep. But yeah, part of my early years, like early musical development was taking piano lessons privately. And my teacher encouraged me to do a few of the exams just as a okay. kind of a goal, you know, practice, work towards something specific and learn some yep. repertoire. Yeah. Um, but yeah, since since going through college and then finding my own path, I, I've distanced myself considerably from that kind of yeah. way of uh, yeah. practice. But yeah. Um, and you you ended up going to Humber for jazz. Is that right? I did. Yeah, I did my undergrad there. Yeah. So when when did you find your instrument? When did you find the saxophone? If that that's that you consider that your instrument or as a composer, that was a weird thing for me to even ask that that's your primary instrument, is it not? Yeah, I'd say yeah. so. I think I identify most closely with the saxophone. Um, yeah, nice. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm sure subliminally, I, I mean, I saw Lisa Simpson playing the saxophone. <laughs> and I thought <laughs> that was pretty cool. Right on. That's really exciting. Yeah. Um, that would probably have been my first exposure to seeing some kind of mainstream character personality right. um, with right. an instrument. Um and then I was fortunate enough to attend an art school from grades four to eight. And my band teacher happened to be a female who played saxophone. What's the, what's the art school? I went to Claude Watson school for the arts in North okay. York. Yeah. Uh, in yep. Toronto. Um, yep. That's a yep. good school. My, That's a reputable school. Yeah, and, it was awesome. And your music teacher modeled a la Lisa Simpson modeled the saxophone again. Who is your teacher? Uh, Maggie Thompson. Maggie Thompson. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's so exciting to me. Yeah. The, and the, you know, the subtlety of Lisa Simpson, but then like, again, in, in high school, it's so important, isn't it? it, it yeah. I don't know. Like these things matter, right? Oh yeah. I think I'm a staunch believer that representation in that format for sure was, I mean, yeah. had a huge impact on my personal development, just seeing another woman playing yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. And having a really positive energy and band. Um, oh, nice. Oh, nice. We've since reconnected too. I've run into her several times. I was just going to ask you. Are, yeah. are you still in touch? That's that's. Well, it's 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 obvious because it was genuine, and and so yeah. that 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 tracks for me that you would stay in touch. That's that's so charming and so beautiful. Yeah, um, yeah. We've we've reached out and, and connected, and uh, I think she's she's since retired, but she mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. she's still very active in in. Um, Good band like i think she does community band um uh le leading different community ensemble she's still quite involved but right on, uh, right on. Yeah. yeah yeah and um th what that same kind of representation or other how did that work at humber for you did it continue did you uh, to continue seeing yourself or you know a version of yourself in the the the, the faculty um, or or the I students you know yeah, the students for sure. There are mm -hmm. a lot of, I mean, again, I, I think just to see another female playing at a high level was really um, inspiring to me. And there were definitely a lot of 
of the senior students when I first started at Humber College. Yeah. Um, and the faculty, I mean, I had a really positive experience at Humber. So, I mean, though I may not have seen myself in the faculty, yeah. um, I certainly connected very strongly with a lot of the teachers. And um, I found some really wonderful mentors who were very encouraging of me uh, in the early years, which I still value and remember today, you know, Those it was, really a, it was a four year, a four year journey for you in at Humber or yeah. 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 I did the four year program. And, and, and coming out of that, like, are you, do you feel you got it? You're like, okay, I understand having done that. I understand the way music works, the way jazz works. Cause it's still a, a big mystery to me, this whole thing, this whole world. I don't know if of, I'll ever get it. I feel of like the I don't education. Yeah. You know, it's so vast to me, like the knowledge, where you could go with it. Um, like, do you feel like you got sufficient education now, vocabulary, you used the word vocabulary earlier to, like, are you done studying? Are you, are you, you're, 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 you're just, you're making music now. It's, or is it an ongoing thing for you? Like, how do, how, I think how it's do, an ongoing thing. Yeah. I think it's an ongoing thing. Um, Good. I think at school, it's, I felt very much like a sponge where I was just soaking everything in and not really 100% understanding a lot of the concepts or hmm. the theory lessons, if you will. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the technical aspects, I think I was trying to do some things my teachers were telling me, but not really understanding. Um, for me, a lot of my growth, I feel really happened after school and distancing myself away from the institutional yeah, uh, approach. approach. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice, 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 nice. Yeah. And it took well, me a while. Yeah, it just took me a while to put the pieces together. So I think the years after were really uh, more perhaps monumental in my in my growth, but certainly I was introduced to things at school, just not really understanding a lot though. And how how um how have you managed to stay sharp on that end, on that end of like the sponge side of things? Do you ever feel like it's like the getting knowledge, gaining new, new knowledge, new ideas. How, yeah. how, how do you manage doing that out of formal s school? Cause we're, we're never done. We're I know. never done school, I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, I, I totally relate to that. I think, I think it's playing with other people quite simply. And, and maybe it seems like a simple answer, but I think nothing wrong um, with this, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. It's like anytime you play with somebody, if, if they, elicit any kind of response that's perhaps different from what you would generate yeah. on your own right any kind of collaborative context even if it's i mean for me it would be like improvising or going to a jam session with friends and listening to how that other person interprets that piece um but maybe it's a songwriting session or i don't know some kind of other collaborative environment where i feel like anytime you're bouncing ideas off of people they're undeniably going to introduce you to something else that you wouldn't have come up with otherwise um, and that's a, that's a learning experience. That's like so many of my peers have hit me to other sounds and other right. ideas. Right. So right. I walk right. away, hopefully a better musician, or at least listening more intently. I hope, you know, where do you, where, do you remember when you started gaining confidence in going to something like a jam, a jam, a jam session and being able to just like do that thing like like and and not freak out you know um i don't know if i've ever had an, an epiphany um i still feel uh insecure often around uh 
attending certain jam sessions. Um, yeah. 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 It's, it's a bit of that. I yeah. appreciate that. I appreciate yeah. that. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I think it's a bit of like the tradition of jazz. It It's meant to be somewhat of a cutting contest. I mean, I think that's mm-hmm. not necessarily in the back of my mind, but it there has that, um, what's the word? Yeah, I guess history affiliated with it. Yeah. Um, I, I try to approach it differently because I don't think a lot of those um, fixed notions really apply anymore because the genre is like morphing so much, I think, to, yeah. well, to me anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. But I don't know. I think it's just an inner piece. Like I, I realize and I understand I'm never going to play the way I think of in my head, but it's like, embracing that a bit more and just understanding that you just sound how you do on that day. Um, But yeah, I'm still a little self-conscious at times and I go through the motions. I like that. I really like that last bit about you. You're, you may never sound the way you want to in your head. Yeah. um, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe, or, or maybe that's the point of it is trying to get, trying to, connect those two You're trying to actually like it's like holy shit exactly I'm, although i wonder if you'd ever know it i'm i'm sounding the way i thought i'd sound in my head yeah, yeah. um yeah. And maybe, maybe that's a silly construct too. I think, I think yeah, you're yeah. right. I think it's just the act of striving to, to be that voice that you hear in your head yeah, and yeah. it may not yeah. be exact, yeah. but you're always working towards yeah. it with a, yeah. with a positive yeah. mindset, yeah. you know, as much as possible. Um, pre pandemic, I did a show on like, november i don't know what it was nine in november 2019 it was like a i put like a i don't know a, it was a re- release show a record release show together mm-hmm. and someone recorded it unbeknownst to me and they sent it to me during the pandemic so after everything was oh, shut down and yeah. it was just like the afterlife or something it was like someone you left behind listening to that record i was like or that mm-hmm. recording i was like oh man you know that was a pretty good band because i've always kind of shit on not 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 the musicians I play with. I they're they're like some of the finest I've I've yeah. I, I could imagine. But it's yeah. just I've always shit on my band leading. I've I've been like, oh man. I've always been like felt like uh the bands I put on stage are never like of the level that I want. You know what I mean? Like you talked mm-hmm. about the music in your head. It's like it's mm-hmm. never quite been that what I strive for, what I'm going for in my head, yeah. you know. So yeah. I thought just like as we start to talk about the artists that we want to be coming out of COVID. Yeah. Of, of trying to be more mindful of that, maybe never getting there again because yeah, just because, but um, trying to, to hone in on that. It's like that level of like quality and not necessarily precision because it's pretty loose, but Mm-hmm. You know, um, there's a an expectation, a higher level, a higher, a different approach. You know, to, yeah. to getting there. What so, was your experience listening back? Like, so, so you were. I listened back feel... and I was surprised because I rarely yeah. do, but I was yeah. like surprised. I was like, shit, this this is pretty good. If I oh, was in the right. audience and I heard this, I might might yeah. not leave. You know. So, yeah, and and sometimes it's that distance too that we need. I think we're so close to what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, and certainly an example like the pandemic, like this unasked for reset the time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Has given some people that space to, yeah. Yeah. you know, I'm, I'd like to think that a lot of people are coming out of this, uh, hopefully in a better uh, frame of mind. 
yeah. um, to tackle yeah. whatever it is they, they want to do now that things are starting to reopen. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really interesting. Yeah. Well, was that, that a live it, show too? It was a live show. Yeah. Oh, cool. So it was ripped off the board and I was just like, Oh wow. Cool. Like, great. great. Congratulations. You know, so you, don't, cool. you, don't, you don't, you don't suck as much as you may have thought. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. I love that you're touching on that word of insecurity. I, I, cause you, yeah, I'd never know that if you hadn't mentioned it, I would have just been like, yeah, where do you get your confidence to do? Not that you don't have it. Like you're, mm-hmm. you're clearly doing the, the, the thing. And, uh, but but I wouldn't have known if you hadn't have used that word that 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 that's still kind of lingering in your may, maybe not like hopefully not in the foreground, but it's still rears its ugly head every now and again. And, and maybe it's not an ugly head. Maybe insecurity is a a strength. Like I've I've often said, like anxiety in in performance might be a good energy to like if you don't having like what's that performance yeah. drug? What's that drug that you can take? A beta blocker. Mm. I've always, I learned that early. Like if you take a beta blocker, it kind yeah. of um, takes away the nerves, but the nerves are good for performance. Like they're, they're, uh, you know, I don't know. I think so too. I think, um, I mean, it's kind of, it's a very subjective thing. I think mm-hmm. like the insecurity I mentioned, you're right. I think it's at a level where I can, I can overcome it in the moment. If I have to perform, I can uh, obviously can get through the task at hand. Yeah. But I don't think that feeling has ever really left me. I don't know if I've ever felt 100% confident mm. um, all the time, you know, walking into certain situations. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but like you said, I think there's something to be said for that kind of nervous energy where it's a fine line between that and adrenaline, which I think kickstarts the brain. It. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then on kind of like a longer or maybe perhaps bigger scale projection mm-hmm. or trajectory, I think that kind of attitude in healthy dose, of course, like I don't yeah, want to talk about like brain um, crippling anxiety. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 But I think that that kind of attitude hopefully keeps you in check because yeah, exactly. For me, it's something I never want to like rest on my laurels and, and kind of lay back and not strive for something more because yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to remember that there is something better to uh, like strive for basically. That's fun. That's fun. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you see certain artists just when they get on a stage, it'll be like, wow. Yeah. That person is comfortable in their own skin. That yeah. person is commanding. It's just like, yeah, <laughs> I get up there. I'm just like, I don't know if I'll ever be comfortable in this skin, you know, and that's, that's, that's cool. Maybe I like, maybe I got to embrace that a little more. That's exactly, all. exactly. Yeah. I think that could be a positive or turned into a positive thing for sure. Yeah. Well, well, there you go. Um, let's get back to Allison Ow. <laughs> okay. Yeah, please. <laughs> um, you, you w- took home a Juno. I did some years ago, but yes, yes. <laughs> for for the for, for the record, it's Forest Grove, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what that's what you won you the Juno. And what is the Juno? It's is it was it Jazz Group of the Year? Did I get it right? Yes, yes. So yeah. I shared the award uh, with all of my band members, which was very nice. Let's um, name them. Uh, so that would be Todd Pentney on piano and keyboards, John Maharaj on bass, and Fabio Regnelli on drums. There you go. That's a yeah. power trio. Oh, great. That's They're a German awesome. quartet. 
with <laughs> Allison Al on top. So let's 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 listen to to a, a track from that Juno uh, Award winning record, and congratulations on that. Let's listen. Let's tee up Thanks. the bolero. Okay. Are you? You're not going to tee it up. Do you want me to? Okay, I thought you were like hypothetically setting up, like you're going to push play, no. like that kind of thing. You know what? Tea. I was enjoying that that beautiful silence. <laughs>
Um, so that um, was, we, we just heard Bolero. That was Bolero. Uh, <laughs> tell, tell us about that tune, please. <laughs> um, Bolero was inspired by two really amazing mentors of mine when I was attending college, who uh-huh. both happened to be Cuban musicians. Uh, amazing. One of whom is uh, Luis Mario Choa and the other is Hilario Duran. Yeah. And I studied with both of them. I, I took ensemble with both of them. I never studied with either of them privately. Okay. Um, but each of them were incredibly encouraging of me to write mm. my own music. Great, um, great, great. And Bolero is somewhat of a Spanish-inspired ballad. Had, um, had you written a, 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 a body of work prior to going to, to Humber? Or did they kind of un, unleash that in you and unravel that in you? Yeah, well, several teachers for sure, but they they were very encouraging me to kind of write my own music. Um, yeah. I hadn't really written very much music before. Okay. Um, maybe for, you know, one lesson when I was taking private lessons for piano yeah. years yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But it was nothing really in depth and I hadn't really studied harmony at any length. Yeah. Um. And what was cool when I was in college is that both teachers were encouraging me writing and actually bring it into the ensemble to there hear what it would sound like. Real you know, life, with, a real life yeah. moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. With with other musicians. So I think that was kind of um, a really important um, maybe turning point for me just to have that yeah. instant playback and, and know there was a community of peers to play stuff. Awesome. Um, is that where you met your quartet? Yeah, the majority of them. Todd and yeah. Fabio, we went to school. We were in the same year in college. And then John okay. I met a little bit after graduating. But okay. yeah. Okay. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And um tell us about Bolero. Yeah. So it's 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 a bit of a, a tribute or homage to those teachers. And I wanted to nice. write my own rendition of kind of a Spanish-inspired love song. Um but at the end of the day, I think it doesn't really sound anything inspired. I think it's just That's cool. a tune I wrote. It's a starting point, though, right? It's like, hey, yeah. whatever gets it going, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally, totally. And I wanted That's to awesome. feature um, Felicity Williams is singing um, kind of wordless vocals on it because right. I've always really admired her her voice. Incredible. Yeah. 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 And I first yeah. heard her with, with Hobson's Choice. Mm-hmm. Um which is another really in, amazing Toronto-based, uh, I guess they're a quartet. They've had special guests on their records too, but um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, she's awesome. And she was Incredible. really a great to work with on that record too. R- where did you record it? Um, we did it at a small studio in Toronto called Inception. Okay. Yeah. And we've used that studio for all three of my albums. Oh, damn, damn. Yeah. It, uh, so you're somebody that, when you get something right and it feels good, you, you keep going w- with it. Eh? You're like, yeah, this is good. This is good. Uh, same engineer, same produ- like sa- like same kind of team or what? Yeah. Yeah, ah. pretty much. The same engineer. And uh, Todd, the pianist, has produced all three albums. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. I, I don't know if I'm a stickler for loyalty. And I don't know if it's like blind loyalty. I'd like to yeah. think... Yeah. No, I don't think so. I think it's it's a concept I, I really wanted to run with because I think there's something really cool about keeping certain elements constant Hell while yeah. other parameters can change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so I've been really adamant about that. Yeah. Great, great. No, nothing wrong with a little loyalty now and again, hey? Like, no, that ain't I, a bad word. 
Yeah, I I love that idea. And I think Me um, too. Me too. <laughs> I think uh it it's been a really interesting experience to keep those like, you know, certain factors constant while uh the writing changes or, you know, some other aspect we're trying to experiment with, but for me it's it's really interesting to see what can grow from fixed parameters. So the Allison Al Quartet, the, this group of the, the, these musicians that you're working with, is that pretty, how does loyalty work in jazz? Everybody seems so, um, mm. sca- uh, not scandalous, um, <laughs> promiscuous. Everybody just, there ain't no, there ain't no loyalty, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, you're, you're, you're working with other drummers, there, if, uh, right? Certainly I am. I am. I think though, as I'm writing, I definitely hear the voices of, of, um, my bandmates. Um, how does it work in jazz? I don't know. I think it has to come from a place of love. Like I love all my my musicians and I hustle for them. Um, that's loyalty. That's real loyalty. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like the really trying to see the the bigger picture and trying to cultivate um, there's an trust. environment. Yeah. Yeah. There's trust there too, that if you're working with another drummer <laughs> that um, Fabio's yeah. not going to, you know, right. Yeah. I Get think. Upset. Yeah. Yeah. No, but definitely we've, we've had, I mean, I've, I've had, um, other drummers sub in for sure, you know, mm-hmm. in a pinch where mm-hmm. he can't make the gig or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, we've but definitely had other core. people. Yeah. 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 It's the core. And I think, I think it's, um, yeah, I think just my, my vision is just trying to cultivate something bigger or something bigger than myself or bigger than the music itself. Um, oh, wow. With having the same personnel, I think you can grow that thing. And I think not that you can't, if there's a lot of switching, it just hasn't been a concept that has appealed to me personally, but I certainly admire bands that have a bit of, you know, changing of the guard and the yeah. music is an incredible. So I think yeah. in those contexts, the band leader or the band leaders have at least, they've had a really strong vision regardless. Right. Um, I think right. for me, it's like the personnel is kind of intrinsic to the concept of the band, but that's, wow. it's wow. just a very personal decision. But then you've gone and done what's kind of grotesque in music, which is you started a band and no one wants to do that. That's just a fucking pain in the ass. Right. Right. Good luck. Anyway, I don't know what you're yeah. going to do. I, I don't know. know. Like, that's, that's the rub, right? Now, all of a sudden... Yeah. Is it like a band? Like, you remember those bands in high school where it was just yeah. like personalities for good or bad? Yeah. Right. There's all that yeah, shit yeah. in the mix, too, of like, yeah. oh, God, like, what, 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 what am I married now? Yeah. What is yeah. this? Yeah. That's right. Does true. that ever, does that ever, uh, no, you can't, obviously can't say it. I'll, I'll, I'll hit stop and you could really vent. Um, <laughs> Like but, it uh, on everybody, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. But I mean, it's yeah. I don't know. I, obviously, the beauty outweighs the uh, th- that side that I was just shining a light on. But uh, you know, well, it is it is a marriage in a lot of ways. Yeah. You know, I think we we've gone through our ups and downs for sure. Um, but it's nice, it's dedication nice. too. I just feel like oh, um, I love this. You're standing by, yeah, the quartet, man. And yeah. look, I'm not yeah. trying to convince you otherwise. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I know. Happily I know. married. You can't see it. Oh no, I I can on, see that. Coming on I see 20 a years. I mean, I'm, I'm I wow. got no no problems. This is commitment. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's let's yeah yeah yeah. Let, let's because we're all growing old together at that point, yeah. right? That's fun. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I think it goes back. I mean, again, to me, it goes back to um, kind of like the long game for me. I don't really care about. Um, I don't, I don't know what people care about on the short term. I don't even know what that would be. I, I couldn't even verbalize that. But I think for me, it would be, we go through our things, but the end game is that it's more than my band. It's just, That's we're so trying great. to make music better. You know, I don't know. That's so I great. I, I, cause I, I often have been exploring this idea of like, and I think some, some of the ne- negativity I was just sh- shedding there on the, the band model <laughs> yeah, yeah, is, yeah. is around ego. Right. And so you as band leader, yeah, yeah. you're, you're coming at it with no ego. You're coming at it, looking at the whole, you're coming at it going like we, we are a thing bigger than ourselves. And you acknowledge that before you even play a note. Which I, I like. think so. I think, yeah. and don't get me wrong, e- ego always comes into play, but I think I try to exercise an approach of non-egoness. Yeah. Non-egoness? Is that a term? Egotism or e- egoness? Like non-ego to like uh, yeah. selflessness? I don't yeah, know. Good, good. Maybe good. that's too yeah, dramatic. Exactly. But I hear you. That's what you're trying to strive for is like, is pulling yourself as far out of the game as possible. Like, like to, yeah. not making it about you. Yes, yes, yes. And that's something I, I've, I've, I really try to exercise in the writing process too. Like I try, like I'm the band leader. My name is on the band. I write all the music, Yeah. but I do feel like once the music is like the first rehearsal we do, Mm -hmm. I try to detach. Like I didn't write the piece of music because Mm -hmm. I want everyone's feedback to, I find like for us, the, re- the rehearsal process is very much an editing process. Mm-hmm. And so whatever feedback the guys contribute, I try not to take it personally. And then we we dissect the tunes and sometimes we veto tunes completely. Do they ever come with a, a piece and is it permissible to, uh, to, 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 to workshop that piece? Like, do they ever come with uh, the creative spark, the drive? No, they, they have it. They have, we haven't really, I mean, I would be open to it, but you know, okay. it just hasn't happened over the years. Um, but instead they're very, they're well, in, let's say we have a hearty, yeah, 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 it's yeah, like yeah, very yeah. hearty, constructive Good. feedback. Great, and and great, we great, have a lot great, of dialogue in that process. Great, great. great. That's like um, collaborative composition in a lot of ways, right? Like it's. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, to the point cool. where, like I said, like sometimes we veto songs completely. So there's a lot of pieces wow, I've written wow. that have never been uh, played wow. because we wow. uh, we cut it completely. And oh that's cool. Like, yeah. I try to embrace that that aspect, yeah. too, because, um, like, it's kind of presumptuous as a composer to think that everything is going to be played. Like, I yeah. understand yeah, yeah, now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll write something that I think is cool, but if, if it's not working or if the guys are like, Oh, you know what? The section feels clunky. Like mm-hmm. maybe if you rewrote it and we come back and try it again, like we'll see, but I don't, yeah. I, it's not really yeah. working. You know? Um, I just try to take that, you know, and accept yeah. that. Yeah. What, what do you, what do you like the most about all this? Is it like, can you, is, or is it the, 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 the sum of all the parts, but like, is it, is it performing live? Is it, you, you mentioned wearing many, many hats in, in this, yeah. right. Yeah. Um, is it, is it recording the music? Is it, is it the journey to get there in the rehearsal or is it like, is it touring? Like 
all the the many facets about like what we do as musicians what do you mm-hmm. what do you love the most i guess a couple things i mean so very simply i think the first tour i did with my own music was a bit of an epiphany for me where i felt like this is what it's about oh yeah like i really felt like it was yeah. the most unified experience i've had okay and i've since felt that every time i'm able to tour my own music with my bandmates yeah it feels like the truest form of what it's about okay awesome in addition to that i would say probably like the first time i play a new piece of music with the guys Mm -hmm. um is a very meaningful moment for me so i I don't know what that would be. I think it's like creating that sonic world mm-hmm. when I can finally hear it played ra- rather than just me playing on the piano. When I, yeah. when I hear it for the yeah. first time, yeah, I think I kind of do it for that moment. Yeah. 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 That's cool. That's really great. I love the, you're just bringing something back in my brain of like the idea of doing what you do and honing it like week after week after week. Yeah. It is kind of like a, I kind of, I agree with you bringing your music out on tour for the, as many times as you're lucky enough to do that thing, because it's it's a lot of work to do it. Yeah. Is like uh, seeing it evolve every day is such a special activity, like special, uh, like um, uh, special uh, concept, you know? And, but, but all the other stuff leading up to it is almost like, um, just par- part of that puzzle to get you there. I think it's, it's, yeah, you know, necessary, yeah. necessary activity, practicing uh, on your own, practicing with the band, uh, yeah. taking in new music, all of it, like this whole, yeah. like the, the bigger picture is, is yeah. fascinating, but I agree with you. I, I, I love that. I love yeah the final destination being like, yeah, yeah I, I love touring my music yeah. and sharing it with new audiences the yeah. most. That's really special. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. It, yeah. It's a very like. I mean, maybe it's selfish, but it's very resonating, or you can feel that energy where all those things, like you mentioned, are culminating into one you um, experience. You know. Um, there you yeah, go. Yeah, because you guys have toured a bunch too, right? With your with your band. Enough, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like I would say, I've, I've had a good taste of it, and like it's yeah. those are those are like fascinating adventures. Those are yeah. un like I've never seen the world through such a fucked up lens and i love yeah. it i'm i feel yeah. very fortunate to have absorbed all of every one of them and and yeah. pine for you know like the next one you know like it's that's how it goes right i think and i think you get better at it you get a little more you're like oh here's that situation after having yeah. seen a few you know it's like oh, okay yeah. i i've seen this before and i know how to act and it's I not know. this isn't gonna break me this time you know like, yeah yeah so how has the pandemic been for you? If if touring is also kind of the pinnacle for you, how have you felt not being able to do that aspect? Well, I mean, touring and performing have been such a part of my life, but yeah. but I also feel fortunate enough to, you know, have a, like you talked about wearing different hats and the composer yeah. hat is strong on me. So it's just like, ah, I'll wear this hat for the year. I forgot who I was as a, as a performer until like I started listening back to those live records yep. and going, Oh shit, that's someone I've re- literally left behind. But yeah, 
but yeah. it comes back like riding a bicycle as I, as I found out today on, on stage for the first time in over eight, 18 months. Oh, been, great. Right? Where yeah. did you play today? Markham. Mar the pre-tape oh. for the Markham Jazz Fest. Oh, yeah, great. yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, great, great. Okay. Yeah, awesome. and it, it just felt, um, yeah, as I said, like riding a bike. You do, you do, uh, and I knew it would be like that. But yeah, yeah, you know, like pivoting, like like writing new music. Um, yeah, it's I've never been I've never been bored. I've just always kept it creative, like producing a new yeah. podcast. Apart from this one, industry tactics. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that, like it's just cool. been really rewarding, and and recording at home, and and going actually back to the roots of where it all began for me, which was was experimental recordings at home, mm-hmm. and and producing unique, weird experimental stuff in my parents' yeah. basement. You know, it brought me right back to my parents' basement. So cool. So it has like a. But yeah. Yes, I know. <laughs> hey, mom, but- I'm 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 home for the pandemic. <laughs> I brought all my gear. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> but yeah, no, yeah, but yeah, no, it's been good. It's cool. It's cool how things come full circle. Uh, yeah, not always literally, but uh, spiritually sometimes. And that, yeah. yeah. And that I've can be really I, yeah. powerful. I've just, you know, I think the whole reason why I got out of my parents' basement was because I like connecting with humans over music. And so that's been the dark part of all of this is like, yeah. Yeah. that narrative of just those relationships, right? Like, mm-hmm. I guess that's kind of like why I, uh, it, it is why we do music, right? Is to connect yeah. with others and, yeah. and to have that stripped away from us has been like weird, but it's, I think the rest of humanity has suffered the same or maybe a little less, <laughs> mm-hmm. but, uh, mm-hmm. or more, um, but, but, yeah. but the musical connections all put on hold. Has that been, yeah, how has that been for you? Uh, the, the well, just the whole ride during COVID. I I do want to speak about that with you about how you've coped. Well, yeah, I mean, I think I had a bit of an identity crisis. Um, mm-hmm. In a, I wouldn't say a dramatic sense, maybe a benign sense, but I think, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, you know, as musicians and an instrumentalist too, maybe that's part of it. Like yeah. my my vehicle is not my voice, my my literal yeah. voice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you know, you identify so closely with the instrument you play, and then the absence of actual performances. Um, I mean, I identify as a composer too, but I think a lot of it was the act of playing the pieces that I write. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause I don't yeah. actively play piano. I just use it to write. It's a tool. Um, yeah. 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 So, so yeah, I mean, I think, I think I really questioned who I was without the saxophone in my hands and without having that outlet to play with other people or even perform. Mm. So, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of self-reflection and like making peace with who I am as an individual without music. Yeah. And trying to identify like what, you know, who is that? Who yeah. is Allison without yeah. music every yeah. single day, you know? Yeah. And yeah, it's the worst. Yeah. It's, it's the worst. <laughs> like I, 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 I used to complain a lot about a musician's lifestyle, just being like, fuck, I am so tired. And I hear, I would hear other people talking about like what they were up to over the weekend. I'm like, man, I should just do that. Like, this sounds yeah. great. Like they're just, mm-hmm. you know, and then I thought, no, like that, this is, that's essentially what, what the, the what it's, it, it's, it's been a little bit of over the last year is just yeah. like, no, it's like, you take that away. It's, just, it's yeah. boring. It's, it's, yeah. it's not, uh, that's not why we're here in a yeah. lot of, you know, in a lot of ways mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I hear you. Um, wh- who do you want to be as you come out of this now? What's your, 
I know you said I haven't had a lot of time to think about that. Actually, I'll be frank. Yeah. Like it's been go 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 in a lot of ways yeah. in, in other in other aspects. Um, mm-hmm. But I've been asking the question a lot, which I like because I think it's helping me figure out. You know, how, how, yeah. How do you how do you want to get out of this? Where do you want to Where do you want to go with your career? Like, what 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 has it has it helped you solidify who you are in any way? Well, yeah, I think I was going to say kind of speaking to my experience through it and then coming out of this now, I think yeah. something I realized is that I always want to be learning. Mm-hmm. And it was a year of without having any performances, just try to learn other things or read mm-hmm. about other subjects and topics and stuff. So uh, I realized uh, just as a person, I want to keep learning about things I know nothing about or worlds of I don't know anything, you know, like just searching stuff on my own and like reading books about different subjects and things. So that's, that's the first thing. And then I think musically, um, I think I just want to crystallize what I was already working on pre pandemic, but try to take that further. Like, I mean, I know I really enjoy touring, so I'd like to try to tour more if it's possible. Um, in the following years coming out of this, um, write more music, um, and create music that, is really collaborative and more creative, I think, than some projects I was doing. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just just create stuff that feels genuine. I think that's maybe strengthened or that notion has has become stronger for me coming out of this. And speaking of learning other things, I asked Karen Ng if you could ask Alison Ow one question. Oh. What would it be? And she said, well, Wikipedia wormholes. What wormholes have you gone down this year? Oh. Uh, in terms of learning non-musical yeah. stuff. That, that might feed okay. your, mu- your musical approach, you know? Oh, fe- okay. Well, I don't know if they quite literally feed my musical approach. But, I mean, I was trying to learn French. I mean, I have I oh, yeah. studied French in high school. And then I did a little bit after uh graduating high school. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like really the first few months right right when on. the pandemic was kind of starting. Yeah. So maybe March, April, May of last year, uh-huh. I was watching like kids shows in French and then trying <laughs> to read in French and podcasts. Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. So that, that was one phase. And then, um, Oh, golf, trying to learn how to play golf. God damn. Yeah. So there's a golf course not far from where I live, and uh-huh. uh, I bought some used clubs that played against sports. Great. And it's a cheap course. It's not. It's like a city-run yeah. golf course. Yeah. It's not super yeah. expensive. That's fun. But um, That's yeah, so I was like fun. reading up about golf and watching videos on YouTube about you know good technique and stuff. Have you been out? Like you've been you've been growing. I haven't growing done as any golfer. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I wouldn't say so. I haven't gone out this year, mainly because there's a lot of back and forth with, with regards as to when it was the courses were open for a while. Are you golfing with your quartet? That's so awesome if if you are. We haven't done that, but I think that would be a really good idea. Like team building. You're just like, it'll be yeah. like an, episode, an episode of Parks and Recs. It, it, rec. It's like, okay, we're going to try something new, you know, uh, shake it up a little bit. 18 <laughs> holes tomorrow, 7 a.m. <laughs> let's do this yeah Yeah. oh i love that i mean you know that'd be good yeah i i've never been quite a golfer but the few times i've golfed recently i've I've kind of seen it in a different light it's like oh maybe this is good to just slow down by that fourth hole i'm like yeah fuck we've wasted like an hour (laughs) 
the fuck are we doing with our time? And then I, I realized maybe like that's the point of the thing is like, yeah, just to slow down and waste four hours. Like, like it's, oh, like, it's a commitment, right? It oh, yeah, like yeah. Five hours. Ex- well, yeah. And even nine holes can take a while. Exactly. Not even eight, the 18 hole course. You got to yeah. commit. You got to commit. But if you're Absolutely. with people that you love, yep. like, well, fuck, we're going to catch you up. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's never crystallized so much for me. Now I understand why people do business deals on golf courses. Yeah, you know, it makes so, so much right? sense. I guess so. Yeah. Or like a baseball game. You go to a baseball game, you're in it for a good afternoon or evening. Yeah. Like it's, you could catch up over nine innings, right? Like it's. It's true. Yeah. A new yeah. approach. I, I dig that. I dig that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's chill. Wow. That's fun. Um, that gives me an idea. Like, um, golfing with musicians yeah and i think with both things i mean i i'm I'm sure there's other things i just can't nothing else coming to mind except for those two two topics but wormholes yeah yeah but i think right you're quarantining proper yeah (laughs) sorry but the thing that never ceases to amaze me is how there exists other worlds mm. people live in yeah, yeah. that are committed 100% foreign to me. Like I know nothing about, I love it. Uh, t- uh, yeah. Taxidermy. Right. But there's a whole, exactly. Uh, model trains model. Yeah, my wife's yeah, been yeah. getting into, um, wow. there's these, like all these like perverted Englishmen who are building model train sets. And like they're, they're, some of them will have like a red light district in the model what? train world. It's like, anyway, but that whole world, like, yeah. it's, it's, you're right. Like, all these so things people yeah. commit to. I mean, that I get fascinated by that just in academia too, of like, mm-hmm. wow, mm-hmm. you're giving your life to this. And it's like this yeah. random little nugget of yeah. gold. And it's like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I gave, you know, six plus years to this, to researching. Yes. I'm the only person that did, you know, it's like, it's, it's, yes. cool. it's cool. Yeah. And we do that with music, but I think if anything, the quarantine made me, like lift my head a bit and realize how much I don't know about so many things in the world. Yeah. No, no um, kidding. I'm with you. On yeah. That. Yeah. I could so confidently was, say one thing. I, I don't know anything about most of the things in this world. It's like, it's so vast. I, and I, I said that even about, that's why I was asking you earlier about music. Like the thing mm-hmm. I claim to know and love the most, I still mm-hmm. feel yeah. I, I got, I'm, I, I'm not communicating it properly because people think I'm joking, but I do still feel like it's, it would be like a, like a marine biologist saying they know the ocean, like, right. Oh, fuck yeah. you. That's bullshit. Yeah. I don't know if we, we, we ever will. Like, it's just, I, that's how I see music. It's like, I, that's, that's probably why I will never have like total confidence in making mm-hmm. it. It's just like, I, mm-hmm. I don't know, but there's endless opportunities there and, and ways of going about it. And we've kind of, in a way, like, I like the way you're, you, you talk about jazz because it's not so, it's not a one way, like it's not a one lane highway. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There's so much to navigate, but I, yeah, I, I totally identify with that too. I think it's like being comfortable with not knowing and not feeling overwhelmed by that. Cause there's no, certainly no, no. phases. Embrace it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that, I think that's what makes it exciting. And that right, it's, right. it's that give that keeps on giving, you know, it's that's like, it. that's it. You'll, that's it. it will never get exhausting or tiring uh, because there's so much to look forward to that you can explore, you know, and discover. Uh, that's so refreshing. Um, 
Man, I, I could talk to you all day. This has just been a delight. And an hour just oh, went cheers. by. Thanks, Rich. An Likewise, hour just went by. Yeah, um, yeah, time flies. So where where were you born? Let's go back to the beginning as, oh. we, as we as we wrap up. We'll start sure. at the very beginning. Where did oh. it all start for you? I like your style. Um, Why not? A, jazz, jazz music. Yeah. Back, go backwards. Absolutely. Um, in Toronto. I'm a Toronto okay. native. Yeah. Toronto and, and, and bred and born, born and bred. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah. what, uh, so what was it like growing up for you? And when did you find music? Like, were you, did you start real young or what? Um, I mean, I studied with piano lessons. My, my parents enrolled my brother and sister and I all in piano lessons. And when it was my oh, turn, wow. I was okay. six are you the youngest um, in the in the three? In yes. The power trio? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I was just following in their footsteps. They had already been oh. doing piano for two and three years, respectively. Um, yeah. So yeah, it was kind of like routine. Okay, Allie's going to start learning piano. Cool. She's got her you know weekly thing. Um, I didn't take it very seriously for a long time. Yeah. Um, and I would p- credit my dad uh, for introducing me to music just in a very broad kind of context. Um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He had a lot of CDs and vinyl Mm -hmm. um, and he would just play music all the time at home, like all the time. Okay. Um, So I just remember music, you know, at parties and anytime friends came over. Did you ever get like live music? When did that start coming in? No, I mean, they would occasionally, you know, being in Toronto, they would take us to concerts and stuff, or we'd yeah. go see some musicals, you know, occasionally. Yeah, okay. Um, or like, you know, street festivals. But I I didn't really connect live music with something that I could do until a lot later. Got um, it. Got it. To me, it was just enjoying music and knowing it was fun or was always part of a social situation or gathering. Um. Are your are your yeah. siblings, are are you the only professional musician in the family, or are, you, are your siblings doing this as well? Yes, no, no, um, no. My brother and sister do very different things, oh, but great, they were great. quite musical as kids. Like we all okay, okay. did piano and a second instrument. Got it. Got um, it. But yeah, they just you know they developed other interests in high school. Okay. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, neither of my parents are musicians. They're just really avid art lovers. I remember, I okay. mean, there were always a lot of books and music at home. So um, your, your folks were supportive of this path. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, we think you should follow in the footsteps of your brother and sister in, or in a different way, right? No? Not so much. Yeah, they, they were incredibly supportive. I think okay. initially they Good. weren't sure where I was going with it. I think I, I never had a plan to pursue music professionally for a very long time. Okay. It wasn't until years after I graduated college that I kind of, um, you know, slowly decided I was going to pursue a career in music. But for a while, I really didn't know. I actually applied for a science degree as oh. well as um, a music program when I wow. was applying for colleges. Okay, okay. I wasn't sure I was going to do music for a long oh, time. Wow. Um, yeah. So it was kind of like a very roundabout uh, route for me. Wow. Well, we're all really lucky that you, you did this thing and, and you, you're on this, you're on this wonderful path. Well, thanks Rich. Yeah. That, no, that means a lot. I, I, uh, I kind of stumbled through it. I think it was like a really long journey for me. Well, you're and 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 many more years to come and adventures to come, right? That's the that's the fun of it. Is like I, I'm really excited to see where where you go and 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 how you oh, grow cheers. coming out of this. You know, 
Well, and, and you know what, in the broader sense, I hope um, everyone coming out of this pandemic, I hope there is, I mean, I'm very optimistic right now, just seeing, yeah. you know, overall yeah. case count in Ontario's yeah. seems to be under control. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's some apprehension going to the fall, but I'm hoping that at least we're on the, the yep. uptick now. Yep. I mean, in terms yep. of like, you know, a, le- a leading country instead of like, what the fuck are Canada up to? There was a yeah. bit of that in March. Eh? It was like, the yeah. hell are they doing? Yeah. But no, I, I'm feeling it too. Feeling the, let's keep that vibe going. Yeah. And, um, we're marking time with this interview. So thank you for, uh, sharing where you're at, where you've been at and, uh, and oh, where man, you're going. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for having me. I'm honored to be part of the, the series. It's great. Um, let's end with a tune off of speaking of wonderful wander wonder. Mm-hmm. Um, this is your latest, isn't it? Yeah. Which is already two years old now, but yes. Holy how, how, yeah. how time flies. Um, how time flies. Yeah. You want to choose one other future self or looking up? Let's play a uh, 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 chef's choice. Sure. Uh, let's do looking up. Yeah. I, I Here's to that. Here's to that. And here's to you. Thank you. This is looking up from the Allison Al quartet featuring. Is it, is it the quartet? It is the quartet. Todd, Fabio, and John, shout out to 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 you and uh, and and uh, Allison. Thank you so much for making time and our friends, the, our mutual friends in the in the Markham Jazz Festival. Yep. Uh, thanks Absolutely. for supporting this episode of Industry Tactics. Take care, Allison. Cheers.
And that was Looking Up from Allison's latest release, Wander Wonder. And thank you again, Allison. That was episode 127. So, uh, so great to speak with you. And oh, I just broke my pen because that's a sign of nervousness. I'm always breaking fucking pen caps. Anyway, welcome to my world. You'll know I'm in a room if there's a broken pen in it. Um, anyway, I digress. Let's talk about the Markham Jazz Festival. Go to MarkhamJazzFestival.com and it's this coming weekend, August 20th to 22nd and I'm doing a special little thing on the 22nd at 1 o'clock and you can check it out live on YouTube. The Henson Suite with a seven-piece band. Lots of fun we had, lots of fun. So I hope you'll check that out. And uh, thanks again to the Markham Jazz Festival for, for, for teaming up with me on these last three episodes. This has been a true delight to explore that kind of thing. So once again, it's this weekend, the 20th to the 22nd. Get into it, and uh, we'll see you again next week on Industry Tactics. Thank you for listening. <laughs>